Hi, this is Lindy, the creator and host of Lindy's Audio Cafe, a podcast focused on positive and thought-provoking stories. Life gets busy, and in the race for happiness, we sometimes forget it's often the smaller things in life that truly matter. My podcast is focused on the stories that don't make tabloids, the basics that make you smile, the kindness of people who help make the world a better place. Yeah, we need a bit more of that. But before we get started, please be sure to hit subscribe on your podcast app so you don't miss future episodes. Thanks for listening. Well, hello there and welcome to Lindy's Audio Cafe. My name is Lindy and I'm absolutely delighted to join you once again today. This episode is going to be really cool, dude. Like rad, awesome, far out. Okay, I don't really talk like that. Not anymore, that is. There was a time when I would join my friends standing in a circle on the school grounds. And conversations usually had some form of slang expression. So many sayings have changed over the years. And the English language is already tricky enough. But add a bit of slang and acronyms, and wow, it can be really difficult. Last episode, I talked about a song with the lyrics, Feeling Groovy. Does anybody remember using the term groovy? It was a term often used back in the 1970s, meaning that something was really good or really cool. I remember using that word, and my sisters had a big sticker on our garbage can in our bedroom, and it said groovy. It reminds me of bell-bottom pants and back-combed hair. In the 1980s, we had some crazy sayings that could possibly confuse anyone today. Let's start with grody. Yeah, grody. If we found something that was gross or undesirable, a typical response would be, That's grody, man! Like, totally grody to the max! Grody? Imagine saying that today. Take a gel pill was pretty common. It meant calm down or settle down. I wouldn't say something like that in today's world because many people might be taking prescription medications for anxiety. Barf me out. Yep, that was a common 80s thing. Yuck, who thought of that one? It basically meant that it's gross or disgusting enough to make me want to vomit. Ooh-wee, I'm glad that saying went to the wayside. There were other sayings that were just bizarre. Like imagine if you're in the workplace today and something didn't impress you, and your response was, gag me with a spoon. Seriously? Oh, but we were so cool in the 80s when we said that. Yeah, really cool sounding. Oh, that is so bad. Like he's such a dickweed man, a total barf bag. Gag me with a spoon. Where did those sayings come from? How about the word gnarly? That is such a weird word. First of all, if you're new to the English language and someone asks you to spell gnarly, how are you going to spell it? Most likely you would spell it N-A-R-L-Y. But guess what? It has a letter G in the front, which is silent or not spoken. Gnarly reminds me of a guy on a skateboard with cool hair and he rides by and says, Hey dude, that was totally gnarly. You know, like meaning awesome or amazing. I decided to look up the word gnarly online, and according to dictionary.com, gnarly is an adjective, and when referring to trees, it means gnarled or covered with gnarls, bent, twisted, or having a rugged, weather-beaten appearance. That makes sense to me. I mean, if I see a big old tree with lots of knots in it, and curves and twists in the trunk, I might still say, 
That's a gnarly old tree. But in slang, it has so many other meanings, though. You know, and and Dictionary.com also covers this. For example, it refers to the more colloquial meanings such as distasteful, offense, gross. And it talks about a new boss that built up a bad reputation for his gnarly attitude. And nobody wanted to work with him. Hmm, I've had a few of those in my lifetime, and I didn't call them the word gnarly, but I can't use the words I used here on the podcast. You likely still hear the word today, perhaps used more by mountain bikers or surfers, you know, in a more positive context. Eat my shorts. (laughs) Yep, the one and only Bart Simpson comes to mind for me when I hear that. I remember when The Simpsons first came out. It was a bit of a taboo show for many parents I knew because they didn't want their kids picking up on the rude sayings. (laughs) I love this show. I found it to be fun and silly and something you really couldn't take literally. I had no issue with my older kids watching it, but with some good discussions about what you see is not what you repeat. I don't think I'd be too crazy if my eight-year-old came in the kitchen and said, Hey, dude, a shorts man. Veg out. I was vegging out this past week. I picked corn, peas, and potatoes from the garden. Oops, silly me, that's not vegging out, that's gardening. Veg out refers to relaxing or simply doing nothing. This saying was really popular in the 80s and it's still heard today. It's a cold rainy day today and I think I'm going to just sit back with a book and veg out. Wannabe. This sounds like a dinner topping. Hey, I'll have two beef patties with gravy on the fries and a side of wannabe. Okay, got that one wrong. It has nothing to do with food. Wannabe may have started with surfer slang, used in the 1970s and 80s. People would copy the style of movie stars and famous musicians, and if they went a little overboard, they were sometimes referred to as a wannabe, or someone who's simply trying to be like someone else. Where's the beef? Okay, folks might remember that one. Perhaps that old saying came to light after a Wendy's television campaign in the 1980s. That ad still sticks with me. Three little old ladies were examining a big bun with a little beef patty, and they kept asking, where's the beef? The commercial ended with the narrator talking about the size of their beef patties. Oh, those elderly ladies were so cute, and their campaign worked. People were repeating that ad for years to come. I was working in a highway truck stop cafe in the 1980s and customers would always crack a joke about where's the beef when they got their burgers. Of course I would smile each time it was said, but there was a time when it was valid. Yeah, this cafe had a restaurant side and a bar side. I took four plates into the bar side one evening and had one plate in my left hand and three balancing on my right. As I leaned over to hand the plates to the customers, one of the burgers slid right off the bun and it landed in a guy's lap. Oops, I guess the burgers were a bit greasy that day and it slid off fairly quickly. One of the guys at the table shouted, Where's the beef? As the client picked up the hamburger patty from his lap, the whole table burst into laughter, you know, including myself. Embarrassing, yes, and of course I was partly to blame. But oh, it was funny. And imagine how one little commercial influenced the language of so many generations. In fact, it was just the other day my partner and I rode past a field of cows on our bikes, and we both shouted out to each other at the same time, Where's the beef? Think of all the words people have used to simply describe good. 
Some of the words were intended to sound cool and even became common language in the workplace. Awesome has stayed around, but how about these words? Bitchin', radical, sweet, wicked. Try looking those words up in a dictionary and see what you get. Personally, I don't think I'd use the word bitchin' in an office environment or around young children, but I still find myself saying, yeah, that's awesome, or wow, that's totally wicked. Hmm, old days wicked meant mean or cruel, such as a wicked witch. This must be so confusing for newcomers to the English language. Okay, so here's a few more sayings that were common in the 80s, and you might still hear them today. Bite me was kind of a rude saying, enough to get you sent out of class. Lame referred to uncool or boring. That's bogus, meant something was bad or undesirable. Some sayings were just simply rude, like barf bag, bite me, bag your face, oogley. Ever heard those ones? Oogley is an offshoot of ugly, and it was meant to say that about someone. Hmm, not nice. If you haven't heard of some of these phrases, then it's a good thing, and it means those nasty sayings have finally fizzled out. Nowadays, we have to juggle the online acronyms. It's harder for people in my generation. We remember the old sayings from the 1980s. Many seniors are still adjusting to the use of the internet, email, and messaging. It's hard when those new acronyms come up, and we don't even know what they mean. Back in the 1970s, administrative assistants were called secretaries, and it was often a requirement to know shorthand. Shorthand? What is that? It was a symbolic writing method used to write rapidly by substituting characters for letters. Yeah, shorthand was even taught in high school along with typing class. Imagine today if there was a class dedicated to acronyms. Really, like many of the acronyms are just like an offshoot of the old shorthand. I look at all the seasoned cell phone users who can type quickly with two thumbs. And they can speed text and get those messages out fast. Throw in some short form acronyms and the messages get across faster. Well, that is if the recipient knows what the heck it means. Remember when LOL first came up? It can have many meanings, depending on where you get your answers. Most people think of it as lots of luck, you know, such as good luck on that one. And many others think of it as laugh out loud. I think if you put a smiley face emoticon beside it after making a cheeky remark, it's clear that it means laugh out loud. R-O-F-L stands for rolling on the floor laughing, referring to something that is extremely hilarious. I-D-K stands for I don't know. S-M-H is for shaking my head. A-M-A is ask me anything. Hmm, I think of American Motors Association and I'm Canadian. T-L or D-R stands for too long or didn't read. If you see that in comments, it could mean there was too much detail or the reader simply didn't have time to read it all. I-C-Y-M-I Yeah, I-C-Y-M-I stands for in case you missed it. This saying is likely used on social media posts. ASAP, as soon as possible. This one's been used for years, even in professional offices. If a project or task is urgent, it's not uncommon to see a sticky note with bright red letters ASAP, an indication that everything else goes on the back burner. MSG, message. Please message me. 
Hmm, MSG is something I look for on the soup can. Yeah, if a soup has MSG, I'm not eating it because it upsets my stomach. Yes, MSG also refers to monosodium glutamate. Once again, imagine trying to learn our language and sort out what all these things mean. FB stands for Facebook, and I have a Facebook group for Lindy's Audio Cafe. If you haven't joined my group, I recommend that you look it up on FB. Search for Lindy's Audio Cafe and select Join. That way you can stay up to date on group discussions and upcoming episodes. FYI, I do my best to keep it up to date and IMO. It is so worth it to join. If you are a parent, you might want to visit the Acronym School of Arts if there is such thing. At least become familiar with the terms, especially if you're wise and making sure you're aware of what your teen is doing on the internet. P-A-W stands for Parents Are Watching. And P-I-T-R stands for Parents in the Room. P-A-H is for Parent at Home. And K-P-C is for Keeping Parents Clueless. Nasty! Like, oh my gee, that is awful. I am so glad I raised kids in the generation when internet first came out. I had guidelines and rules for internet use, and I might not have been the cool parent, but it sure did help to keep my kids safe. We're always learning, and yes, often reminiscing. Those were the good old days, and yes, I wore groovy jeans. For those who are younger and listening to this podcast, be patient with your parents and your grandparents. We didn't grow up in the world of internet abbreviations. It's okay to type that word out in full so we can understand it. I mean, after all, if you can text 100 words per minute, you can add a few more letters so we know what the heck you're talking about. Okay, and for those of you who are my age trying to be cool online, knock it off, will ya? Like, a few acronyms is fine, but your hair is still grey and you look your age, so stop trying to act like you're totally rad with those gnarly messages. I'm exhausted from searching Google trying to figure out what the heck you said. (laughs) Oh well, it's time for me to wrap things up. This has been a fun episode for me and I hope you enjoyed it and learned a few new terms as well. And remember as you head out today, as I always say, smiles come in all languages and in all colors. TTYL! I'm drier than a popcorn fart. Well came up with that. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to click like and share it so others can enjoy it also. Join the Lindy's Audio Cafe podcast group for updates. Oh, and positive reviews are always welcome as well. (laughs) Check the show notes for updated links. Thanks again for listening. Have a great day.